I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is Movies, Movies Against, Against Time. Come on, please! This is for talking! For the fugitive! You ruined Schindler's Land! All Jackie Chan movies! Boogie Nights! And take Mama's house! He's like, how do I answer this? This week's movie was my pick. <laughs> King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. 2017. Yep. What made you decide that we're just future boys now? 2017's in the future? It's the newest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the newest movie we've reviewed. <laughs> for sure. Yes. I had seen it, but I didn't know the name of it. Okay. It's one of those ones I was flipping through and I kind of <laughs> ended up on. I liked it for the movie itself. I hated it for the fact that I didn't feel like I was getting any of the King Arthur legend in it. Yeah, that's definitely I like a re- did, retelling of the story. I did not like it at all for that. I, I don't me. mind if they... It's definitely not the one that we were taught. Right, yeah. But also, it's kind of like... <laughs> I mean, it's pretty close, but it's not... Yeah. There's, there's aspects of it that are real close, but... But also, there's there's really no real proof that the guy ever existed. Right. No. <laughs> they, right. they can play with it a little bit. I liked it, like a, just a fresh take on it. We probably would have liked it more if we had time to understand it. Yeah. They just blast through. I know. It's, yeah, they don't give you very much time to absorb. It's, it's like I was telling you earlier. I think it should have been much, much longer. Yeah. Like, I don't think it necessarily should have been a movie. Right. <laughs> like, I think it should have been a series like Game of Thrones or something like that. There's scenes in, in this movie that are like uh, montages that try and explain big chunks of story. And it's it's like, it feels like it's all crammed together. Yeah. that's Other, other than that and a couple little things here and there, that's about the only complaints I have about it. Yeah. I, I can't believe it was such a flop. I know. It didn't hit very well. I mean, it's not terrible. It came out, if I'm not mistaken, it came out the same week as uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Well, that explains it. Which was really huge. <laughs> That's a hard one to go up against, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love that movie. I sit here and watch that movie like 10 times. People were anticipating that movie since the first one came out. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely going to be hard to try to get a new King Arthur off the ground. I, I really liked the 2004 with Clive Owen. That was pretty good, yeah. For a while, that was my favorite. This one's up there. Is that the one that had... Uh... What's her name? Kira Knightley? Keira, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, Guinevere. What was your favorite, Bob? What? King Arthur movie? Yeah. One called Excalibur from 1981. That's Everybody says that. That's like a really good one. I don't think I've seen it. Charlie Hunam. Hunam. It's, I, it's, I never know if I'm saying that name right. Charles Hunnaman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, he, he was like a huge fan of the whole Arthurian legend like he he like his the movie Excalibur he said is what actually got him into acting. Oh wow. <laughs> That's what made him be Jack's teller. Yeah. I think my favorite take was the Mist of Avalon. I love that more than anyone else. I don't know if it was a mini series that I kind of just watched as a big movie or I what. I can't say if I saw that or not. I I know the name. It has more <laughs> of the take of the darker part of King Arthur's Rain, like you get Uther Pendragon in it a lot, actually showing the the rape of his mother. Wow! And oh, get, that's fun. <laughs> well, not going into it, but I'm saying they go to the darker part of how Arthur actually ended up not being there and everything. Right. And you get Morgana, and I really like that with her evilness, with her mage powers, and witchery. Either you watch the <laughs> series Merlin. I did. I liked that one a lot. Remember the one that played Morgana and Merlin? She was really good. She was at the very beginning of this movie. I thought she, she looked was the familiar. One, she was the one that the king sacrificed. I guess it was his yeah, wife. Yeah, his wife. His, well, the king's brother once, yeah. he, once he became came king. Scar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it kind of bugged me out that she had such a bit part in the movie. <laughs> right? I wanted her to have a bigger part. She's such a good actress. She's in that TV series Supergirl, too. It was hard to to learn anyone in this movie, really. Like, I saw something online talking about how it's they they barely write anything for a female character in the movie. But after watching it, no, they barely write anything for a lot of the characters in the movie. (laughs) No one gets very much time. Like, 
for a while, I'm on top of it. I understand there's, you know, Arthur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lucy. Right. And then we get to the point where they're just like, oh, him, that's that's flapjack. That's wet stick. That's backlack. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. wet leg. Blue boy. Yeah, that's blue boy. That's blue dynamite. boy's the only one I really know. That and blue boy's father. <laughs> yeah. And I don't remember his name. Yeah, I know him as blue boy's father. Yeah. <laughs> Vortigan, we get. That's Jude right. Law. We know right. him. Mordred, but then there's no reason to learn Mordred because he's going to be gone in a hot second. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And Part of what plays into why I said this should have been a lot longer. <laughs> did they give the mage a name, the girl mage? I think she's just titled or credited as the mage. I know she's uh, titled that way. I wasn't sure if on the movie. She did have a name actually. in the movie. I, think I it just think started with it. an A or something. I forget. Right. But I pulled up a Google search with their names on it, and she's just mage. According to Google, the mage. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got here too. Her name, the actress's name, is Astrid Burgess Frisby. Frisby. I feel like she was on Pirates of the Caribbean, but I'm trying to have a hard time placing Maybe. her. Maybe. Yeah, I've, I've seen her somewhere before, but I can't place her. I either feel like it's Pirates of the Caribbean or it's like Lord of the Rings and she was an elf. <laughs> she looks like an elf girl. But I think it's the Pirates. We got Eric Bana playing Uther, Arthur's dad. Right, He was the first Hulk, wasn't he? Yeah. All the Hulk movies, the one they want, to, want you to forget. <laughs> the one that's not part of the universe. One of the, like, 14 <laughs> they don't want you to talk about no more. Yeah. And then Aiden Gillen as Bill. Yeah. He was big in uh, Game of Thrones. Okay. See, I don't have a reference for that. So he just <clears throat> he just blended in for me. Cause, and then you got Rubio, Percival, George, Wetstick, Backwhack. <laughs> Wetstick? What the hell? Mischief John, Eyegrain, Brother Backleg. Like, are any of these names ringing a bell? <laughs> Just quick seconds of them going through, but not where Gray, I can place a name. Graybeard. I feel like that's the wrong movie. Black Nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope, those are all characters in this movie. That's the problem, is there's that many characters, and we don't even get a second to think about digest their face yeah, before. You can't, you can't absorb who they are. Yeah. But it's great. Overall, I like the movie. It's just, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things I would have changed. I'd like, honestly, if I was the guy in charge of put, producing this, I wouldn't have made it a movie. It would it definitely would have been a series. It'd be a great series. Yeah. But I'm sure there's just more money in, in the trilogy movie, like Lord of the Rings yeah. is probably what they were looking at. Yeah. You know? I think it would have done a lot better if it didn't have to go up against Guardians. <laughs> so the the two big things you see is that the budget was too big for the movie. Right. Then there was the rumor that there was a, a problem of miscasting. Yeah. Well, that's what Charlie Hunnam says on a radio interview. He's like, that movie, I'd like to... It's when he says he wants to go at it again. Thinks right. he can take another shot at it. They're like, what do you think was the big problem with that? He goes, we had a piece of miscasting that made us cut out an entire main plot. Yeah. And he thinks that's the reason it failed. That's, that, could, that could be could part be of it. could be a big part of it. I don't know if it's the only reason it failed. There's still other issues. If they left all the things in that I think they should have left in, that movie probably would have been close to four hours long. Right. <laughs> and that's not going to do well either. Yeah. But the way this story goes it's hard to cut that like if you extended this movie to what should have been in it and cut it in half to make two movies it the first movie would have been a flop because you would not get into any of the good stuff yet well i don't know because <laughs> in the first 20 minutes which we haven't really got into in the first 20 minutes it's probably the biggest action scene yeah, in the movie yeah i no like doubt. the beginning of it yeah elephants the size of mountains those things are amazing <laughs> just the way mordred's controlling the ele elephant so his eyes are all fiery red and you see the elephant's eyes are all fiery red right. i like the way they do that in this big time yeah mm -hmm. they, they explain to you that he was controlling him without right telling you they do it with the other mage too <laughs> yeah that's really cool she takes over the snake you get the snake eye he takes over the bird she gets bird eye yeah i like that <laughs> it was really cool how they did that it did kind of bum me out that merlin wasn't in it I didn't like that. They talk about him, but they don't give you even a second. Yeah. Right. No Merlin, he, he no sent, Guinevere. He I don't mind her. that. No Lancelot. Yeah. I don't have a problem with them being not in it, but it's only because I never really cared for the story of Guinevere and Lancelot. Yeah. I almost wonder, should they have made the first movie that first 20 minutes? Probably. Maybe, yeah. Right? <laughs> like getting to the fighting Like scene. there's a whole movie there maybe. Yeah. yeah. And and with building up to why they're attacking him and all that. I think that's the reason that I like The Mist of Avalon so much. Because you get the backstory of, I want to know why he hated his brother so much, Uther. 
like what made him turn against the king so bad that he wanted to kill everyone and right. get rid it of it. Something to do with his father sending him off to be with uh, Mordred, the another maid. Mord- they're not calling them wizards in this; they're calling them mages. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I get that, but I want to know more. I want to know why was he the son picked to go be with the mages? What happened during that time? Like you get this well, neat the other little one- story. The other one was the firstborn son, so he's the king. So he's the king's brother who's not the king. (laughs) He's the one that had spare spare time on his hands to go do stuff. (laughs) I don't know if that's spare enough time, though, because, I mean, realistically, the mages are one of the most powerful people you're going to have around that time. They have all the magic. You want the king to be on the best footing with them when they go into... That would make sense. ...alliance. (laughs) So don't... Just shove your second son off to him. There has to be a reason why. <laughs> I'm confused on to kind of what Charlie Hunnam was saying because one of the things he said was because they had to cut that that character so much that the you know miscast. He's talking about Maggie. Yeah, that's he didn't say that. Right. People have just put that together because a few years beforehand, Annabelle Wallace, the actress who plays Maggie, had a story come out that her almost entire role in the movie was cut. It was. But back yeah. then, it was like a different name for the movie. It wasn't mm. even... It's, that's how beforehand right, yeah. that came out. So that mixed with Charlie Hunnam saying that. But another thing he said was the opening scene, what we get, the big action scene, yeah. it was supposed to be 30 minutes long. Really? So we probably would have got a lot of what you're asking for. Yeah. But I don't understand how you can blame that on Annabelle Wallace if she's not even a character until Charlie Later Hunnam's on, a character. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe she was in that scene. Who knows? <laughs> she better be immortal. 30 minutes longer. <laughs> That's a great opening action scene. Yeah. You don't see elephants get to be evil very often, so that kind of no. like the wow factor. Yeah. And the moment that he's, <laughs> he's slain, the elephants are just like, get off of me. Yeah. So good. He sacrificed his horse to get on top of that thing. Yep. Uh. I was making, I was taking notes. Rip white horse. Rip <laughs> aunt. Rip mom. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> Did you rip father, too? No. I feel like he ripped at the same time period. <laughs> we don't even really see him die until the end of the movie. No, we just kind of get a foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. You do get to it see shows, the It shows mom, little though. clips of his night, of uh, Arthur's nightmares when he's waking up. Yeah. Little bits, but not, not enough to tell you what really happened. It really kind of jumbles it, though, for me. Because you've yeah. already got a lot, a lot more montage than I think we needed. Yeah. Yeah. And but you're mixing it with his nightmares, mixing it with what he's seeing as the vision from the sword, which also is the nightmare. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. It gets it gets a little disorienting. Yeah. I think that could have had something to do with it. Could, yeah, maybe. Those scenes. I th- I don't see any other way to have done those scenes though, other than like a montage, or um, unless unless it was like much longer and <laughs> yeah. Like they're, I'm they're, sure the montage at Blacklands, there's no way that there's more footage there. They shot it so stupidly CGI. And we're just watching King Arthur. Basically, we're watching a cartoon of King Arthur get slammed around yeah. <laughs> Dinosaur Island for <laughs> for seven minutes. Yeah. But they put too much on that moment. They're like really like this is what's gonna make him. Oh, are you talking about what is what would they call it? The Darklands? Yeah. Yeah, all right. It's where the original tower was that Merlin destroyed. Right. We get the we we see it in the beginning of the movie. There's just like a weird slow pan up to that. Te- it's a penis shaped tower, <laughs> and it, it, it lights on top. It's just a straight round tower. I don't know. I don't know about penis shaped. I know <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I feel like the montage scene works the first time we see it. Obviously, when he's when he's growing up, you need it. Right. That yeah. that kind of made sense to me. I got that. And I really like the music during that. It one. showed him getting beat up when he was a kid, and then yeah. getting, getting tougher as he got older. That really worked for me. And the guys they got to like cast it as his younger self, I think they did really well. It looked, yeah, they looked, looked like it could have been him yeah. younger. <laughs> but even the music was cool. It had that like. Choo, choo. The reason I pulled up Salt and Peppers, push it is that yeah. ah, push it. The, the theme of that montage kind of has like a like choo, a choo, same choo. kind of beat to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really high high tempo. <clears throat> I liked it. It gets you pumped for for him growing up. Yeah. Yeah, that one I get. Later on, when the, uh, was it the Black Leg? The guy they're, they're telling them the they're, story. They're sort of friends, friends with. Yeah. 
the way he was telling that story that that's something I think the it should have just showed those scenes instead of that. Right. A lot of it's secondhand. We're getting it, and it doesn't feel right. Like he could have started telling the guy and just have it cut to what happened, and then come, then flash forward back to him finishing, right. finishing the story. But instead, you get this like Ocean's Eleven feeling plot. Yeah, device of like I'm just gonna explain what happens while you see it happening in clips. Yeah, yeah. Which is fun, but not too much of it. Right. Yeah. If if this was the only time they did it, I still wouldn't be upset. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was what like three, three times, three, three scenes like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it got kind of boring after the second one. Yeah, the one where he was explaining how they were going to get into the castle. That was another one. Right. And then when the king, uh, the king's explaining what's going to happen when they go out there, and every all the subjects are going to fall to their knees, and <laughs> I just think that was uncalled for. <laughs> you remember that one? It's when he's telling them how they might. It's fun that they fear me. I'd rather have that. I remember you're that, a legend. Well, that, that was another montage. Oh, was well, it? Yeah. I felt oh, it like was, it's it me. was. Kind of building up to that part where, where he's talking about it's so jumpy, but we're seeing like one of the Lucy get killed, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. it jumps to something else, jumps to something else. It really, it's just, it's too much. It's the same problem, yeah. yeah. What? I'm still kind of having trouble understanding why this was rated R, and it's not though, right? Was it not? That was going to be my other complaint about. No, it's PG thirteen. Okay, yeah, it is. I think it it may maybe could have been rated R. You said and that something to me. You said something to me a while back about it, and I. That, Something about uh, how much they spent on special effects for an R-rated movie, which shouldn't have been. Right. If It was a couple weeks ago you said that. It was Guy Ritchie wanted it, to it, make it, it more, few, more yeah. R-rated, but the studio threw all that money at it, so they weren't going to have it be R-rated. Okay. All right. I think you get more people in the box office if it's R-rated. Yeah. Nothing about it is really something kids are going to want to see. It's no. not like you need to sell an action figure for this. Yeah, yeah. Kids don't like King Arthur. I didn't like King Arthur or anything to do with it until I was around. I do like the, so- the sword, the actual sword they made for this movie. They made That's it specifically cool. for this movie to not resemble any of the ones from the past. Oh, really? They wanted it to look more rugged, not like posh and polished. Huh. I like that it had the runes on it. Yeah. And the glowing. The way they glowed. glowed. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was reading up on that, and it said that more realistically if it was a real sword and really happened because of the time frame they give it it would actually look like a roman right like curved roman sword Mm, (laughs) i could see that because it's supposed to be old when he gets it yeah Yeah, it was way before his time (laughs) i did like that they made it that they stole the staff from the other mage to create the sword right merlin Merlin forged it forged it from another mage's staff yeah, it's crazy. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Magic looks cool in this movie. Yeah. I get, except for when Jude Law does it. <laughs> yeah. When he lights that candle. I didn't quite get why he's got a nosebleed whenever a mage was around. I Yeah, I don't know. We're the, they didn't explain that really well. I feel like that's something else they left out or maybe cut. He got it when Uther wields the sword against Mordred. He starts getting that nosebleed and right. like pain headache. Yeah. And then when they're getting ready to behead... Charlie's character. Yep. Chuck Chuck's character. The maid shows up and sends the eagle down. Yeah, and then he starts getting that nosebleed and headache again. Yep. And I think he gets that at the end of the movie too. I think it's whenever there's power around and he's trying to fight it off or not be I just kinda chuckled. It's not <laughs> it is kind of a comedy, but it's nothing's like laugh out loud in this Yeah, movie. yeah. There's humorous moments. But... Yeah. When he lights the candle. This is after he's taking control of the kingdom. But he, he's talking to God, maybe Greybeard. I don't know. Other guy in night uniform. One of his guys. Yeah. yeah. Maggie's in the room. Okay. Yeah. And he's as he's talking, he's like fiddling with a candle on the on the table, and the wax starts to drip, and then it just lights like <coughs> immediately. Is that when he called her in to ask if the people loved him? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That scene. Yeah, yeah. I saw that, and I wrote, "Jude Law can light candles with his mind." I guess that's like X Men remedial class level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you don't get in the in the A team on X Men for that. Yeah, later on they show him in the dungeon just creating a fireball hovering over right. his hand, but his whole face is like turning dark and evil. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what what his character was thinking why he thought <laughs> any of that was a good idea. <laughs> you could see it was taking a physical toll on him. It was supposed to be as high as the tower got, the more powerful he was. But then through a bunch of montages, we end up 
blocking their supply line to the tower and then getting yeah. rid of their slave line. I didn't quite understand the part with the kid, the child slaves. Like, what was he taking them for? That, was it like not paid taxes or some shit? What what was that? I think it was not paid taxes on his regards, but they're going to be shipped to the Vikings. So people owed him money and they couldn't pay the team. Yeah, he took and their then, kids. then the Vikings were going to take them so they would have, I think, soldiers for later on or something. Okay. That's why he said I wasn't going to do that at the end of the movie. This is a whole new king. Yeah, the Vikings get crapped on in this one. Yeah, pretty good. They don't look cool at all in this movie. <clears throat> That's the story he's telling to, I think, Jackson, which is the black leg, which black legs are the... One of the commanders. Yeah. The the black legs are the, like, imperial guard, like the, stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got one of them, like some commander in his pocket, bribing him. I, I did like the coffers, how you see him getting bigger and bigger, but I even know, I called it, I've never seen the movie before, I'm like, there's no way he gets to spend any of this. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. is all just going to get stolen. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's so sad, but he gets them all back then the movie because he's king. That's true. I never heard that term before. <coughs> Coffers? Coffers? Yeah, no. It's an old word. <laughs> I never heard that term before. It confused me. I had to look it up. <laughs> I knew that one. <laughs> Just from like maybe Diablo and stuff like that, playing old oh, yeah. RPGs and. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. The other one was the Blooms. That's like back in the pirate days. Yeah. yeah. So it's so weird because he tells this story about him disrespecting the Vikings, which is, and then the the guy's like, well, th- those guys were under the king's protection. Yeah. And then it's just, I'm going to bed. It's fine. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't get that either. And the black legs are coming for him the next day. Yeah. <laughs> guy wakes him up. He wasn't kidding. They're really coming. What? Really? All surprised. Like that's your, <laughs> you just were told by a captain. Yeah. I feel like he should have been like seized right there. But it's weird because it's like King Arthur the pimp. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When I first saw this movie, I did not know the name of it, so it didn't even click to me as a King Arthur movie. Well, they're the ones right. that found him in the river as a toddler. So they just, yeah, the brothel. Yeah, I get it. It makes sense, <laughs> but <laughs> it does. Yeah, it doesn't fit with the old story. No. It feels like it just kind of puts him back in his Sons of Anarchy role. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he gets to not have to hide, try even less to hide his English accent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, his white coat is definitely added to the list of coats Dustin wants from movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're not getting you that one. What? I'm sorry. You can't wear white. You ruined it a second. I'm not spending that much money on something. It's going to play. I have a stain on it now. I can't wear it. Yeah. No. That was another conscious decision, too, they made. It being to white. Ha- to have him wear, wear, wear that. Wear white. <laughs> it makes and, sense. You stood and like, out. All his friends were all kind of in brown. And then all the king and the king's guard are all just jet black. Yeah. <laughs> but even on, when they had taken him and he's coming off the boats, he's the only one in white or anything that looks like that that's even yep. a little bit regal. So he just stands out. Yeah. Yep. Before anyone else anyway. Here I am. He just walks through any kind of line. <laughs> yeah. As he's trying to escape, they find him and realize he doesn't have a brand. Because right. they, and we skipped over that because so much happens in this movie, <laughs> but out of nowhere the sea opens up and and right. un, uncovers the sword in the stone, which is a sign that the born king is returning. I guess has re, is going to return. Yeah, it just happens just out of nowhere. Yeah, the sea just receded. <laughs> yeah, I was let down by their stone because I was like maybe I missed it in the front because I didn't really watch the first part very well, and then when I went back and looked, I was like. I really wish they made the body look more like his father. Just a little bit more I like thought a person. That, I, I kind of thought that was cool. I think if you really made it look like him, then it ruins the reveal at the end. But it's also a weird thing to hide until the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't find out that it's him until like the last three minutes of the movie or something like that. Yeah. I just, I guess yeah. I wish the shape was a little bit more, not like defining right, was, details, but more the shape. That was when she had him bit on the neck by that snake. Yeah. That's when you find the out. The seventh yeah. time we watch. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know how every Batman movie always we have to see their parents die? Let's just do one movie and we have to see the parents die seven, eight, nine times. Yeah, when he went through the dark woods, he was supposed to remember everything then, but it didn't quite happen. No, he was definitely trying to hide that from his inner self. So we have a group of, of like ragtag rebellion right? with Bedivere, who's played by... Jaman Hanzo. 
Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's in a ton of things. It's just I hate trying to pronounce his name. I know. <laughs> I think most of them were King Arthur's guard. Yeah, they were knights. all part of his his knights, yeah. Right. Well, you have his, before he's a king, you have his, like, his group of thugs that right. work with him, which is, I think, Backlack and Wet Stick <laughs> and Blue. His weird posse yeah. of names. And then you got Bedivere, who's just been kind of told by the mage to help her so much. Yeah. Trying to set up what's happening just isn't going to... You kind of just have to watch the movie. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, watch hard, it. It's hard to describe it. But that's, a, that, that's an issue, right? That's kind of a problem that so much happens and we barely are a part of it. Yeah. Like, it's more action scenes that aren't action than movie. Right. Still great stuff in it. It's yeah. just they, they rush through the stuff that we kind of wanted to see. Exactly, yeah. I could have done with more of that goose fat, Bill. Pelican Jelly Pete. <laughs> Goose Fat Bill. Yeah, he was a good character. <laughs> you know why it's called Goose Fat Bill, don't you? No. Because he's so slippery, he's escaped. <laughs> oh, okay. He's escaped the authority so many times. I didn't have subtitles on, and when they say that line, you know why they call him Goose Fat Bill. Or, and then they just, it to me, it just sounded like, well, if we're on Twitch, we're on the side of a home name bar. I'm like, oh, okay, man. cool. <laughs> I think that was my most disappointing moment in the whole movie was with him. Yeah. Like, why did, when they're trying to kill the king, why did he have to sit there and shoot the the guy that was just <laughs> outside and make a whole big, huge problem right. for them? And yeah. we don't even know how bad the guy is really yet. But I think that might be because that may have been a scene that was cut. Yeah. Like, this guy really hates that guy. Like, we don't no, even get had, to see they, why. They have a history. I get it. But... You know you're surrounded by these many people. You just and that woman that's with him. What was her name? Lucy? Is that or the blonde? Maggie. Maggie. Yeah. Maggie's gonna die because you did that. Because they know that she's the only one that would have made him right. feel like. Well, at that point, the king trapped. already kind of knew. He see. And we her, don't even get that. He told her in the carriage that. Yeah. But they he they don't show how he knew. No, but <laughs> it was just like you were. You're my greatest weakness. If if something goes wrong, I know you did something. Right. Yeah, and the other guy was in the crowd. I forget his name. <laughs> the blue, blue blue boy's father. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was in the crowd doing the cutthroat stuff. Like, <laughs> He's no, telling no. him not to go. Like, stop. Don't yeah. do it. And then yeah. Arthur's in the background. Stop. I don't know why. Something's but it's wrong. Nothing, it something's doesn't wrong. smell don't right. Don't do it. <laughs> Stop it! Don't smell right. What? He doesn't listen very well. He he's not going to be on my nights if he can't listen. Yeah, he just had vengeance. <laughs> I feel like guy was like, "All right, man, just the line is something doesn't smell right, and then you're just going to say it again, but make it your own." Okay, something doesn't smell right. What's that? <laughs> something doesn't smell right. Okay, great. <laughs> Cut. Thanks. Thanks, the guy Chuck. Was giving him the signal to not do it. Yeah, I mean. Yes. This this ends inside that gladiator yeah. arena, right? Yeah, where they're—I don't know what they're training for, unless they're training to be knights or something. Maybe, maybe it's got—we we see a lot of him in the in the beginning montage of the. It's like a—he's got a ponytail, but bald the rest of his head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a man bun and a ponytail, and the rest of his head's bald. Yeah, <laughs> which one, George? Yeah, George, right? I think it's George, the teacher. His name is George. Yeah, he doesn't look like a George. He doesn't look like a George. Played by Tom Wu. Yeah. Yeah, George. Yeah. He's (laughs) awesome. I was watching a little behind the scenes stuff and it was a, it was that fight scene, I think, where he's fighting a couple guys in that area and he's just really doing all the stuff. He's like kick over here, flip down, sidekick here. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think I saw the same video. Yeah. So if you see him doing that, it really gets disappointing later when we get our fight scene between, it kind of happens here too, to be honest. King Arthur wants to escape, or I, I keep calling him King Arthur at the moment he's Arthur. Yeah. Arthur wants to escape through a hole, and no one's going with him. And this right. is kind of a fun moment where everyone's like, he's like, come on, it's right here. They will kill us. We got to go. And the guy, one guy's like, I'm afraid of the dark. You're afraid <laughs> of the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but he's forced to stand and fight. Now he's forced to actually be the leader and fight with his army right. in this moment. And, but... What happens is there's a cool fight scene. Everyone's going at it. It looks great. <laughs> then he, you know, puts his hands on the sword. And then just the craziest CGI <laughs> thing happens and everyone's dead. Yeah, it's a lot of... It seems like 
It's like it's almost like it gave him like super speed. Right. Like he was just like zooming through everybody. He's like yeah. somehow throwing dust and rocks at people and it's affecting them. Well, that was just when he first gripped it. Right? Yeah. When he first gripped it, you saw all the dirt and that and was cool. Like like an explosion went off. Yeah, but as he's moving through the guys, like there's also rocks and stuff hitting them. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's from the initial explosion. Like they're trying, Maybe, to, yeah. trying to show it all happened that quick. <laughs> It's a cool scene, but I still want to see him fight with the sword later, and I'll yeah. I'll I'll take that weird version of it where it's like a quick thing, because I know I'm gonna have him really a really cool fight scene with the sword later, and we don't. Yeah, later. I mean he fought what's uh, Vortigan. Vortigan, God. Yeah, but Vortigan is in his <laughs> demon cartoon form. Yeah, yeah. And if you watch that scene back on a TV that has good resolution, so is friggin' arthur he's just he's all rubber yeah his coat his pants his shoes his face are all the same material shiny and he's like getting rubbery like daredevil (laughs) i just don't think we needed that yeah we needed to see a cool fight scene with a sword right i think it's hard to blend the two together like that fighting yeah because i mean obviously you can't make there's no actor that could have portrayed that character (laughs) that evil character no yeah that's (laughs) Obviously, that was what twelve feet tall. <laughs> he wasn't my problem. I'm okay with having a big CGI villain at the end. That's cool as yeah. hell. It's 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 when they did it to to Arthur. Yeah, when it's clearly not well, even no, watching the actor anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it had something to do with blending the two together. Yeah. I always hate when that's the ending, though. <laughs> Just, like I don't know which you would film. You'd have to film Arthur making the moves first, and then overlap the cgi of the other on top of them i think we had a big problem with what was that blade 2 with the ending with all the cgi played yeah that it it kind of sucks yeah but this one at least this one they don't rely so much on like and other cgi in this movie looks great the ele- mm-hmm. like we talked about the elephants in the beginning the it's just right. they i just wish they didn't use it for this one section yeah it's fine if they're gonna do it a couple times with the sword how it he turns into this weird not even a man anymore thing <laughs> But when we do get to see him fight with it, I want to see him holding the sword. I don't want to see a vaguely Arthur-like figure <laughs> doing weird spins and cutting the arrows out of the air. Oh no, that was the later scene. That was... That's cool too. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But he says he wasn't controlling the sword in this in this moment. The sword was controlling him. Yeah, yeah. This is the first time he actually really used it. So during that runaway from the failed assassination attempt, one of the guys gets gets captured. We don't see it, but we're, we're led to believe that he told them they're hiding in that cave. Yes, because everyone's dead when they get the there. The young, younger blonde guy. Rubio, I think. Yeah, at a certain point, they had him in a cell. Says he, oh, he wants to talk. Yeah, something you want to tell me or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later, we find out <laughs> that the whole cave has just been, they, they have attacked and killed everybody. Right. The only one they didn't kill was the mage and blue boy. Was that the only two that they had? Yeah, the for girl? some reason they took those two. Greybeard's there. He tells them if he doesn't surrender by the end of the day, Vortigan will kill both Blue and the Mage. I don't understand why they don't kill him then. Yeah. He says that if you do anything to me, the, the king's just going to do it to you ten times fold, which means nothing. Because, yeah, he wants to kill him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and they the do. Difference? They let him walk out. <laughs> <laughs> why did they not kill this douchebag right now? <laughs> yeah. All the black legs are real big on taking people's hands. Yeah, they could have sent him back mangled. <laughs> this is what I think of your message. <laughs> yeah, really. The snake stuff is awesome. I love that we get the one big snake. That's like, wow, that is a rather large snake. That would suck to be around that. <laughs> yeah. And then, but immediately, Vortigan kills it. It's like, damn it, it's just on Arthur now. And then, no, here comes the real snake. That yeah, was just the, a fake the snake. The real, real big snake. <laughs> yeah, the three hundred foot monster. Yeah. God, that was three hundred foot. Is probably putting it short. <laughs> yeah. It's a great home defense pet if you can get one. I think it was like <laughs> 10 feet thick. Yes. <laughs> like it would just swallow the anaconda from an anaconda. Yeah, like nothing. That would have been one of its babies. <laughs> <laughs> Those giant rats he put in the dark woods kind of reminded me of Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah. That, man, there's so much in the dark woods that I, I would have wanted to talk about, but it all happened so fast that I can't remember. Yeah. One minute he's fighting the rats, next minute he's fighting the snake, next minute he's fighting bats. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting flung around by some dragon thing. Yeah. 
I like the fact he was telling the mage that maybe I don't want to kill my king before he becomes a king. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. setting it up. This place is really not somewhere you want to send him to. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be so bad. I mean, we won't know. We'll just get secondhand footage of it. But <laughs> yeah. The makeup of him being all beat up looked good. Yeah. Eyes swollen shut and all that. Yep. He was supposed to see everything he needed to see from the nightmares he was having and all that. Right. Didn't quite go all the way. I think he's a good Arthur. I think he <clears throat> yeah. he definitely feels a little bit like we're watching Jax Teller still, especially during the early <laughs> yeah. stuff when he's working with his crew. Yeah. Jude Law is phenomenal. Yeah. As a villain in this. I even when he when he's forced to kill his wife the first time, he knows he has to fight Uther with that sword, so he has to get that that demon form from the the sirens. Right. So he has to kill his wife and feed it feed her to it. Yeah. But you can see for him, he's he's screaming in pain. It sucks. Yeah. And then when he has to do it to his daughter later. Yeah. <laughs> I just even, don't think anything's worse. worth all that. No. <laughs> what came out first? King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, or Endgame? Or is it Infinity War when Thanos kills Gamora? Oh. I think Arthur came first. Yeah, because Guardians 2 came out then. Guardians 2 was before that. Yeah. There's so much in this one that, that they skipped through that like you could have made almost an MCU wide movie. Yeah, just thing. this one movie, they really could have been like three movies. Yeah. <laughs> you could have got to know all the characters better. Like even just the first movie, you you could have been introduced to everybody. Right. Or not even. I don't know. I think if if they did the first movie, it probably could have been all the way up until like Arthur was born. Yeah. It could have been Uther before that. It would have been awesome. Eric Bannikin. Yeah. Of course, they, but they wanted their lead to be Charlie Hunnam. That's how they set the movie up. To, right, yeah. I still, think it have, I still think it should have been a series. Still one of the funnest <laughs> things to have watched. It, everything looks really good other than that one stickling point I'm going to be on about the don't use CGI for a one-on-one fight between the protagonist and the antagonist. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but everything else looks so cool. Every time he gets the, the sword starts to take control, the blue light, it's like... His eyes go like milky blue yeah <laughs> it's so dragon ball z and i hate bringing that up on every episode but it really is all the air that the dust coming up is he might as well just be screaming ah! <laughs> so badass yeah, when he first got control of the sword i almost had like a almost like a rocky vibe like when rocky starts fighting back yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? oh i get that big time when he was pulling it from the stone too that scene was awesome yeah, yeah. i love david beckham in that did you catch that oh yeah yeah Trigger is his name in it. He's the one that's giving him the whole, go on then, both hands, grab the dull bit, pull it. Ten digits, around the hill. Yeah, around the dull end. (laughs) He's good. Does a great job as that that guard. And then you think there's going to be this huge battle, he just passes out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you couldn't, it was kind of going in slow motion, but you see him yell, seize him. Yeah. All the guards start running toward him and just, huh? (laughs) (laughs) They're so used to no one being able to pull it's just a waste of their time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the way they felt is how everyone felt outside waiting to do COVID tests on people and handing them their things. Yeah. This is so monotonous. Once it could be over. <laughs> I mean the second he laid a finger on it, all the dogs started going berserk. That was cool. I like the <laughs> the the drink shaking in, in yeah, yeah. Vortican's room. Yep. The dogs freaking out. Horses, knew something was going on. <laughs> horses are freaking out. They really did. That was a cool shot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I love this movie. We we turned it on today just because you wanted to see the first couple minutes, mm-hmm. and all three of us kind of got stuck watching it for a minute. <laughs> I know, yeah. Finally, I realized what am I doing, and I walked outside. Yeah, I just I, watched. And it. I had already watched it today. Yeah, but it's that cool <laughs> of a movie. Like yeah, yeah, the pacing. It's really hard to look at it from like the plot gets gets confusing. Yeah, but what you're looking at is fun as hell. Yeah, it's a fun movie to <laughs> yeah. get together with a whole bunch of people. And there's watch. like zero downtime. There's always something going right. on. Right. It takes a really long time for him to accept the sword. Yeah. Like even we talked about the Darklands. It's supposed to be when he learns to be able to do it, and still doesn't. Yeah. And then at one point he gives it to Blue. Just here, you can have that. Even after he <laughs> he says he's going to accept it, he still didn't. Later on, he still threw the sword in the, in the lake. After Blue's dad dies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like having, it's the one downtime of the movie where everybody's sleeping, he's just sitting there looking at the sword, thinking about what happened. Yeah. Another mo- or flashback. I like that the Lady of the Lake isn't really beautiful in this one, and she kind of comes out more creepier, especially when she's pulling him down into the mud 
with the sword trying to show him his future. Like, I really appreciated that. I needed some sort of fantasy in this one. And you think, okay, now he's going to, and even that, I don't think did it for him. He he really refuses the call, man. See, that kind of thing made me think whether or not the Lady of the Lake is the one that made the water recede. Yeah. Because, I mean, he throws the sword into the lake and then goes running through the woods and falls in a mud puddle. Right. And now she's in control of the mud puddle, too. Like, she's controlling all the water. So she has to be the <laughs> one that did that. Well, yeah. If we're thinking about the Lady of the Lake, it's Celtic and Pagan and all their lore go into nature, that they have control of the wind, the water, the streams. It's all paganism with the beauty of Earth. So she's one of those forces that's part of nature. So she can control anything that's water-related. Well, she was basically just waiting for him to get old enough and then pull the water back to show the sword. You think if she was in a moat, it would be the man of the moat? There's something else no. they could have explained more if they made this... <laughs> multiple, well, multiple movies <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just go on the fact that everybody knows the myth of King Arthur and they should just know she's the protector of the sword right but they've already changed so much from the original story that it kind of makes you wonder <laughs> Yeah. did they did they really yeah he had uh, didn't he have Guinevere before he ever built the round table nope pretty sure in the movie Excalibur he did not in the original myths have you seen Excalibur yet? I have, yes. Okay. I mean, the best one, obviously, we haven't talked about it yet, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that supposed to be one of the sequels for this, about the Holy Grail? Oh, really? I think so, yeah. What if they get John Cleese in that? I think one was going to have something to do with Lancelot, and another one was going to have something to do with the Grail. That's awesome. <laughs> or, I, I would have watched them. I think the second one was supposed to, they were going to introduce Merlin. It is. It feels weird that we hear about him but never see him. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. And Mordred's such a cool villain. You kind of want to know more about him. Yeah, yeah. Just up until the point where. Well, you can't have more. Just up to the point where Uther died could have been a whole movie. I think. I'm trying to think if Mordred was supposed to take the place of Morgan, but that doesn't make sense either because Morgan was supposed to be King Arthur's. Bastard son that took over. Whoa! I've been trying to keep it a little PG thirteen today. Oh, that Morgana. Yeah, it was Morgana's son yeah, and Arthur's she, son. Didn't she like uh, change her looks or something? Well, it was supposed to kind of be at a pagan ceremony. Like she used she used magic to look like Guinevere. Maybe it's Maybelline. They have two of them. One yeah. that she uses magic to look like Guinevere, and the other one is that she was the sacrifice, I believe, at the beginning of the fall festival, and they both were in mass, so they didn't know who each other were. Okay. And it was something where they found out later. Either way, she was disguised. Yes. It wasn't like he just like, hey, I'm going to have incest with my sister. Yeah. <laughs> it was, hey... You traumatized me for the rest of my life, and now I can never go back. (laughs) It's not even a real guy, guys. (laughs) Have you seen that older one? No. The one called Excalibur? I have not. No. I've heard it's very good, and it's probably like one of the better ones. It is. It is pretty good. That was one of my favorite movies for a long long time when I was younger. Why didn't you pick that one? I I don't know. Because I've been trying to get you to watch. I don't hate this. I've been one. trying to get you to watch this movie for like five years. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That is kind of what we use this for. It is. We figure out the movies our friends will not watch together with us, and like, hey, this is what we're doing. Yeah. So, favorite scene. My favorite scene is the big, huge snake wrapping around everyone. I like that. When it was going after Voldemort. Yeah. Voldemort. Not Voldemort. Vol- that's one. he who should Damn not be it. named. <laughs> Vortigan. Vortigan. Yes. <laughs> Very similar name. <laughs> I like that a lot. And I also like the elephants coming in. Yeah. It's so good. The elephants, I really can't even describe something about how big they are. It don't it don't look fake anymore. Like they're they're coming at this castle in like in a valley. And they're still nearly as tall as the castle. Yeah. Like, you think about a woolly <laughs> the mammoth, on the mountain. and it's like 10 of those. <laughs> it's, my favorite scene, I believe, is going to be Eric Bana in the beginning. 
yeah. jumping off that horse, which yeah. I, I do feel good. bad for the horse. <laughs> yeah. But he gets on that side and he looks in. Everybody's chanting and, and praising Mordred. He has to climb up and jump in there. Yeah. When he first gets in there, Mordred sees him and his armor and, and axe starts burning. He just mm-hmm. throws the axe down, pulls out the sword. Yeah, the sword starts protecting him from it. It's the best. It's the most badass moment in the movie. He's, and it's, he's in a ring of fire. Yeah. He walks toward the fire with the sword and the fire just parts like the Red Sea. And I like <laughs> that Mordred doesn't really fight back because he can't because he's, he's controlling all the elephants and doing yeah. so much more that he do can't. do so many things at once. Right. <laughs> That was really cool. That's my Which favorite. I didn't quite understand why all the guys in the room around him weren't like trying to protect him. But later, I, <laughs> I'm assuming it's because of the speed thing that we find out <laughs> later from... They really don't touch on that. Yeah. They leave it to your imagination, what you want to believe. It's still really cool. All they, they tell you is like some cool shit's going to happen when biggest, he touches that sword. The biggest problem I see with this whole movie is they tried to cram too much into two hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like if they did the entire Lord of the Ring trilogy in an hour and 45 minute movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of what it felt like. It needed to be more drawn out like that. I'm going to piss you both off. I wish they did this to Star Wars so I would have to sit through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like what you said. I know that. <laughs> it wasn't meant for you to like it. Yeah, I, I kind of wish they did it with the sequels, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they can make a good <laughs> with something like that. I'm telling you, they should redo bad movies. Yeah, not good, good movies because it's never gonna work. I agree. I'm trying to think of the newest one they came up with that I'm not really thrilled about lately. Is it Roadhouse? I'm not thrilled about oh, Roadhouse. Yeah. Was it Conor McGregor and who? Who was the other one? Uh, Bubble Boy, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. That sounds amazing. Can't <laughs> wait. Stay tuned. Yeah, I don't know. We should do a special episode when that comes out. <laughs> yeah, we already did Roadhouse. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> unfortunately, we have to do one for the new Top Gun movie and just put like yeah, a small did. segment yeah. for the other one. Yeah. My least favorite scene is Oh, the... I didn't say my favorite. Oh, my my favorite was when he pulled the sword, for sure. Yeah, that's it. That's a big one. <laughs> that was going to be my pick, too, but I, I didn't yeah. want to sleep on the fact that that, that opening shot is yeah, so that crazy. Was, yeah, that was... My least favorite is the fight at the end for so many reasons. For one, yes, there's a giant snake. Things get a little distracting when that happens. <laughs> yeah. But then we're watching Arthur face down Vortican with that sword. And then it cuts to Vortican in his daughter's bedroom, kills her. Now is down in the basement again. What is Arthur doing while he's just gallivanting through the castle? Yeah, he did a whole lot of traveling in that short amount of time. And like that was our moment to have this big battle, yeah. and instead we have that character just time warped out of the situation. Yeah. Well, I guess he studied. He studied with a. And maybe he teleported. He studied and just with didn't a show wizard. It. He must have yeah. teleported across the property. <laughs> we'll get. We'll give him that. <laughs> It just gives, I was I was kind of wondering about that same thing. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, it upset me that he got away from Arthur so fast. It upset me that they killed his daughter. It seemed like that was a whole ass character you could have used for stuff. Yeah. Make us feel more when she dies. Yeah, you could have cared about her more. Yeah, or known her name or something. Yeah. Was it Steve? <laughs> like, I would have liked a scene with Arthur and her actually being face-to-face and remembering each other from childhood. Because they're the cousins. They grew up Yeah, around they each shows other. that. In the yeah. beginning scene that they were mm-hmm. right there next to each other. Like, there should be some sort of but love between them. get nothing more from those two. No. Yeah. That sucked. You don't even get the fact that she realizes her father's evil. Like, you don't even feel that. It's not even like this is a short movie. It's over two hours. Yeah, right. it's two so, hours and six minutes. Yeah, it's over, but I mean, it, it's over two hours, and it's still... It still feels crammed together. <laughs> yeah, because it's still a steam train training through. There's just so many open-ended questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They do everything so fast, you ain't got time to look for plot holes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one action scene after the other. Yeah. I liked when they were running down the streets. After, after they shot the... What's his name? After Gooseneck Bill shot that guy with the arrow. Yeah. And they were trying to escape. And they were running through the streets, and the camera was like right on, right alongside them. Oh, Yeah. Like moving, you can. It almost felt like you were running down the street with him. Yeah, that's and again, that's Guy Ritchie stuff. Too. That was that was that was a cool cool camera takes on that. I like that. I thought it would be weird with him doing a medieval movie, but this really had. I, I see it. I see what they were going for, and it's yeah. cool as hell. But obviously, the things we've talked about already. Yeah, 
if I had to rate this thing, I give it a seven. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's not awesome. But it's very enjoyable to sit down and watch. I really like the original, well, not original, but the old one, the Excalibur movie from 1981. That was, I give that probably an eight, and this one I probably give like a seven and a half. Mm. Maybe, uh, maybe an eight. I don't know. It's kind of on par with that, but in a different way. I'm around a seven. I think it. The movie has enough to get. The movie had enough to get up to that nine, ten, yeah. maybe even. Yeah. But. Like, even the dialogue. I, I went through and kind of went through dialogue, pacing, acting, visual, score, plot, and, right. and kind of rated everything. The dialogue, there's really nothing to write home about. Yeah, they seem clever, yeah. but it seems like it's because it was written that they're supposed to be clever. Right. And the stuff they're saying really isn't kind of that clever. Like, when when he's telling the story to Jackson, he's, his lines are like, hey, who's telling the story here type of stuff. And it's, yeah, yeah. It's like you that's something you write in there in place of a better line later. Right. That's, yeah. what, that's what we get though. <laughs> I think Trigger had some of the best stuff. Yeah. David Beckham. Yeah, that that stuff was great. Bob, you won this last vote, which means you have to pick the theme of our next film. Heists. Heists? Yes. Dang. And it's not too late to change it. You want to go ahead and change that? <laughs> I'm gonna stick with it. Okay. Well My, mine is the Italian job. Ah, uh, that was my pick. Damn it. Give me a minute. <laughs> Not the original one, the one with the head uh, Jason Statham in it. Okay. I, ju- I just like the car chase in that movie with the Mini Coopers. Yeah. <laughs> my pick's going to be The Other Guys. Okay. Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So mine is Set It Off 1996. Set It Off. Oh, okay. I remember mm-hmm. that. Very vaguely. They yeah. they dress up in a... Don't they do president's masks in that one, too? I have no idea. I've never watched know. it. All right. Well, you can vote on our Twitter, at Movies Against. The poll will be up for a week. I wish we could do longer than a week. Yeah, that's all it gives an option for us yeah. seven days. And haven't figured out how to do one on Instagram yet. Listeners write in. Tell us how to do everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our email is matpod at mail.com. Bob can be found on Twitter at... Freakincage.com. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> you 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 search that at, at your own risk. <laughs> yeah, that was the website from Dude, Where's My Car? That the uh, Andy Dick screams out of the cage oh, yeah. at the end of that scene. And if you like what you heard, please, it'll help the show out a lot. If you rate and review, tell a friend. All right, we're gonna have to get ready to do a heist. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all you. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> All right, everybody drive safe on your way home.